The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Michelle Monroe is the daughter of much-loved singer Matt Monroe. She's the author of the internationally best-selling biography of his life, The Singer's Singer. And she released a brand new album of her father's work, Stranger in Paradise, The Lost New York Sessions in 2020, which went straight to the number 8 spot in the official album charts. And she's recently released her brand new book, The Autonomous Cruiser, The Complete Guide to Cruising for and with disabled travellers. And she's with us here just now. How are you doing today? I'm good, Toby, thanks. So we'll talk about the book in a second, but first of all, your father, Matt Monroe, was he already famous before you were born or was that something that sort of came about later? I was very little, you know. Mm. I mean, he'd been struggling for a lot of years. He didn't actually make it till he was about 30. So, Mm. um, you know, I was very little and um, I I wasn't sort of aware, you Mm. know, the first few years of my life what was going on. And I didn't realise that other parents didn't travel all the time or you know didn't uh, have people at the house all the time and interviews and all that to me it was a normal life I didn't know any yeah. different <laughs> and at what point did you realize that that wasn't normal well the first oddity was when um, dad was in the Eurovision Song Contest and we were watching it at home my mum my brother had just been born says so 1964 um, and I couldn't understand why dad was in the room, so to speak, but yeah. not there. And I left the room in disgust, apparently, because <laughs> I didn't get it at all. And then the very first time I saw him live, um, it was, yeah, I was like, oh, these people are applauding. He hadn't even opened his mouth. He'd only walked on the stage. And I'm like, wow, what's yeah. going on? Um, yeah, it was it was surreal, really. And, um, you know, something I, I grew to get used to in one way. But I mean, you know, for all the purpose and nice homes, holidays you have. You know, Dad was away nine months of every year. Some all the missed birthdays and special events, the school, you know, sports days and things. He's not there for. So um, that was very difficult. Yeah. And what is the main memory that you have of him? He was just a great guy. I loved him dear, and he still do. And uh, he was my knight in shining armour. Yeah. You know, I was his princess. I, I'm the only girl. So, um, yeah. Uh, it was a special 
special relationship. And um, we moved to Florida in 1980. And um, we, my dad and I used to go out every morning about seven or eight and play around the golf. And my mum called herself a golf widow, but uh, we were home by midday usually. So she was fine with that. But those were special times, you know. It's just unfortunate that when he had, uh, you know, was earning sufficient money, if you like, to take it a little easier um, and spend more time is when he he was taken away, sadly. But uh, that's uh, the irony, isn't it? Yeah. He was only 54, you know, so it's no age. But of course, he had a prolific career in his life. He was the first person to actually sing a Bond theme. Yeah, well, that that was great. I mean, you know, my dad loved the movies anyway, especially spy movies. Mm. And when he was asked to do it, um, it wasn't the first Bond movie, but uh, the first was Doctor No, but it only had an instrumental um, so he, he was asked to do this. And of course, he didn't know he was going to set a precedent that still exists today. Um, so, yes, he was the very first. Yeah. And it often comes up in the charts of the best of Bond um, mm. that he's still in the top 10, you know, which is great. Fabulous, really. Yeah. And I suppose at that time, it was only the second Bond film. So did he realise how much of a big thing it would be? Well, he, well, he didn't at the time. I mean, you couldn't mm. predict the phenomenon that the Bond would become. I mean, yeah. with Dad, Bond and the Beatles, they were the three biggest exports England had in the 60s yeah. it was incredible and also you see he did, he did born free the movie which yeah. was global as was the italian job on days yeah. like these and that's what propelled him from being a british singer to an international artist because those films went worldwide and suddenly he was in demand everywhere yeah absolutely it's kind of interesting that perhaps his arguably three biggest songs are from movies but he's a lot more than that isn't he really yeah. Yeah, but I mean, you know, he had Walk Away, Softly As I Leave You. There are the yeah. big hits. It's just that the Bond, because they every time they release a new Bond film, there's talk of the older ones and they replay yeah. them. And so it brings it to people's mind a lot, you know. And of course, the Italian job, and it's iconic. So again, mm. it's a lot of, it's on television a lot and it brings it to people's minds more. Yeah. And of course, you wrote this biography about him, The Singer's Singer. What made you want to actually write a book? about him well because you know whenever you spoke to people and said you know who's matt monroe they would say oh yeah he's the singing bus driver and he did bond or he did born free and then they'd stop and they didn't know anything more and i thought that was really dreadful um and also um i wanted people to know the man behind the voice and i wrote it really for my son because when i'm no longer here i wanted him to know that his granddad was more than just a good singer yeah. you know there was a lot more substance to him um and i thought it important that people knew the story mm, absolutely and that's the point as well it's the story it's not about your relationship no. with him is it as some people might assume it's very much about him i, I actually wrote the book in the third person because mm. a few years earlier i'd read a book by nancy sinatra on her dad and it was daddy this and daddy that and it, yeah. it made me feel a bit icky uh, <laughs> if i did it in that vein and i i wanted the reader to be immersed in the story not it wasn't important who wrote it yeah. as far as i was concerned so there are quotes in the book from me you know but as I say, I've written it in the third person, which my publisher wasn't happy about at the beginning. But mm. it, it was the right thing to do, to be honest. I mean, Ila 
last January, not this year, last year, um, 10 years of the contract was up and they actually renewed it because it's still selling. And it's amazing. I mean, I was lucky enough to work on the cruise ships and I do talks on my dad's life and music. And every time I take books on, I think, shall I bother? You know, everybody must have it by now. And yet I sell out every single time. So it's amazing because dad's been gone 37 years. It's a whole new generation of fans now. Yeah, absolutely. And did you have to do some research? Because obviously you know a lot more about your father than the average person. But was there still stuff that perhaps you found out along the way that you didn't know? Yeah, obviously all the years before I was born. I mean, um, you know, there was 30 sort of, I don't know, quite a lot to 29 years before I was born. Um, So I did two years of research and I interviewed people he was in the army with, people he was evacuated with um, and got the, you know, the real gist of what he was like. I mean, obviously, my mum was still here at the time, um, you know, so and and when he was here himself, you know, I'd asked him various questions um, but uh, yeah, it, w- it was an eye opener, really. But because of the an- advent of the Internet, I was able to talk to people worldwide, yeah. which I wouldn't have had a chance to otherwise. And, you know, you wait four, four weeks, six weeks for a reply and a letter. I was getting instant replies. And yeah. and then they would say, well, actually, I, I know this guy and I know this guy. And so, yeah, it sort of escalated. Um, yeah. So I did two years worth because. And there's a lot of uh, celebrity names in the book that gave interviews. But, it, you know, I wanted it to be real. As I say, I didn't want it just to be for me. So if I said to you in the book, oh, this record came out and it was fabulous, people would say, well, she would say that. (laughs) If I actually put the press cuttings and George Martin's quotes and this one and that one, then it enforces the story rather than, oh, she was just saying that. Yeah, and it's interesting you mentioned George Martin because there was quite a sort of ongoing relationship between George Martin and your father, wasn't there, making records? Well, they were best friends. Mm. I mean, first of all, Daddy came before the Beatles, you have to... Realize, and then when George had his success with the Beatles, he didn't need Dad financially or creatively, but he never left him. I mean, they had a fantastic relationship. They loved recording together, uh, and they produced some fabulous music over the years. You know. Mm. And what is your favourite song that your father has ever recorded? Well, the first time he took me to the recording studio. Um, at Abbey Road and it was a hive of activity I mean there was equipment everywhere there was about 40 musicians tuning up it was bedlam <laughs> and in walked George Martin and tapped what looked like a pencil to me on his bat- on the pedestal and everything went deathly quiet and mm. I'm kind of looking around in, in stunned amazement and my dad beckoned me over held my hand and sang Michelle and that was the recording that was cut and released to disc And that memory will always stay with me. And then funny enough, when the book was released, the publishers threw a press party and unbelievably George Martin came and it was held at EMI and George Martin hadn't walked into EMI in years because of bad blood. Um, And not only did he come, 
but he brought with him a framed um, score from that session of Michelle, wow. and he wrote on it, your dad would want you to have this, and it's on my wall. Wow, that's incredible. Did he decide to yeah. sing that song because of you then? Yeah. yeah, but he surprised me because he didn't tell me he was going to record it, and yeah. uh, I, I can I can still see myself standing there holding his hand and him singing it to me, and he did it in one take, and, uh, yeah, it was incredible. I'll never forget it. Yeah. Now, you've recently released this new book, which is quite different, but it's an interesting idea. It's The Autonomous Cruiser, The Complete Guide to Cruising for and with Disabled Travellers. Now, this book is sort of the first of its kind, isn't it? It's a market first, yeah, and I Mm. felt very passionate about it. I mean, I've been cruising over 40 years. Um, I also um, was diagnosed with multiple cirrhosis um, about 20 plus, 25 years ago odd. Um, And then when I started working on the ships, I came across people of all different special needs who were telling me their upsets and frustrations and problems with booking the cruise or getting on it or getting off it. And I myself was noticing challenges that I hadn't had as an able-bodied person before. And I just couldn't believe there was nothing in the market um, to advise or help. And one thing that came up time and time again, which absolutely shocked me to the core, was sometimes a ship can't berth. Mm. It has to lay anchor and it's called tendering. And they use the lifeboats to ferry passengers across to the berth. Yeah. Well, what, what a lot of people in per- permanent wheelchair users didn't know is they're not allowed to use it. Oh. So they booked a trip thinking they can get off here, there and everywhere and then find they can't. And it was something that they weren't aware of when they booked. Um, and I mean, the websites have got a little better now, the cruise websites. But to be honest, I feel they only put what they need to put to protect themselves. Whereas I wanted a. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great 
great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Proper guide. You know, and also for a lot of people who have a special need, there's also an able-bodied person traveling with them. So it's a complete guide to cruising. And it tells you all, because it's not just, you know, a cruise ship. There's expedition ships, there's river cruises, there's adventure cruises. So there's all different types to consider. And I wanted to talk you through from the very first moment of choosing, then your cabin, then your destination, the paperwork you need, the medication names you need. And it goes right through to the minute that you come back and get off. Yeah. Um, and it has all, even the scams that happen in port. Um, it's It really, I feel that information is a power and it gives you the power to make informed decisions by yourself. Yeah. You know, I tell you one story. Um, the, the internet's fabulous, but it is also dangerous because it's not policed. So there's lots of websites that are dead. Yeah. There's out-of-date information. You can read an article but not know. It might have been written five years before. And a woman booked a trip to Venice. Her husband was paraplegic, and she did all her research online, found out when the bridge lifts were operational, only to get there to see that they were being closed three years earlier. Oh. Yeah, well, if you've been to Venice, it's all bridges and water. There are no roads and there's no cabs. Yeah. So you don't you don't want to be stuck there with a wheelchair user. I mean, you know, and and purely because she'd looked online and not verified it anywhere else. But I mean, you know, travel um, agents, the high street ones, are fabulous. But most of the people have never been on a cruise ship. Yeah. If you use a specialized travel agent, it costs you no more money. But they've been on those ships and they'll know exactly what will suit your need. And I've got to tell you, having done it for more than four decades, it's the best way to have a holiday if you get it right. Yeah. And it's the worst nightmare if you get it wrong. Yeah. Because you're stuck at sea, you know, yeah. primarily. But it is a floating resort. I mean, there's places I don't even get off the ship anymore. I just stay on and enjoy, you know, what is a floating hotel, really. Yeah. Um, and I love it. So you wake up and the islands or the countries have come to you. And I mean, I'm hoping it gives people the confidence possibly to try a, a holiday for the very first time. I don't know whether you're aware, but there's a lot of people with kidney problems who are tethered to dialysis machine yeah. um, and they think they can't go away. But there are now a company called Dialysis at Sea mm. and you can go on, you can have your breakfast, go down for your treatment and you're back for lunch. Wow. So you can go away. Yeah, that's quite good. Idea. But you've got to know about these things. Yeah. So what is the solution if some places aren't really suitable? Is it just try to go to places that are suitable? Yeah, I think the main thing is pick the ship mm. that's right for you. That's very very important because as i say some people are quite prepared not to get off the ship 
They just want to go away. Um, but yes, your destination has to be your second consideration because the Caribbean is not well suited to a permanent wheelchair user. Yeah. You know, but I mean, don't forget when you talk disability, most people do think of wheelchairs, but there's so many hidden disabilities like diabetes and heart disease. And, you know, there's people with, with possible hearing problems and sight problems that you might not be aware of, yeah. but it all needs consideration, you know. Yeah. I mean, some ca- if you book the right cabin, some have vibrating beds and alarms vibrating everything so that if you can't hear anything, you are alerted to the fact that there is either someone at the door or there's a problem or whatever, yeah. you know, so you don't have to feel isolated. Yeah, that's an interesting thing about the whole lifeboats thing, because what happens in an emergency, presumably there's a way that they can still use them. If you have a special need, you have to book um, and tell the cruise line and uh, you go through a special department mm. and then you are allocated staff members once you get on the cruise ship. And when you do your lifeboat drill, you know, they will tell you this this is what's going to happen, you know, and you'll either, if you're in, your, come to the cabin to get you, or if you're not there, you know, there others will guide you. They're aware mm. that you're on the ship and that you will need help. Some people don't need help. Yeah. You know, some people know exactly what to do um, because, you know, they can see and they can hear and they can walk, mm. but it doesn't mean they haven't got a different disability. Yeah. And in terms of destinations as well, where are perhaps the best destinations for people with disabilities, I suppose, can it depend on the specific disability? Yeah, it really does. I mean, and I mean, you know, America is probably one of the greatest places to go for anyone with any special need because they've got the Disability Act. And so hotels and, and venues, they've got to conform, as do the cruise ships. We don't have that in our country. Mm. So celebrity, for instance, who are American, um, but they do travel out of England a lot. They've just introduced something called a magic carpet on their three nude cruise ships. And it's a, it's a level that travels outside the ship, up and down the side of it. Mm. And it will take a wheelchair user onto the tender. Mm. But, you know, these things cost millions of pounds. So an older company with older ships are not going to make that sort of investment. I mean, it's a rule of thumb like anything, isn't it? The newer, the the, the better the facilities, really. Yeah, absolutely. You no, know, I mean, a lot of the cruise ships now have pool hoists so you can go swimming. Mm. You know, they've got electronic doors. They've got Braille numbers on, on the cabins. So, you know, a, they've implemented a lot. Yeah. But as I say, you, you know, doesn't mean it's going to suit your special need. If you are um, a wheelchair user or you have big equipment, you cannot leave it in the corridor. And if you don't know that and you haven't booked an accessible cabin, you won't be allowed on the ship at all. Yeah. So you have to be know, know it and book the cabin that's going to suit you and your equipment. Yeah, that's the thing. I suppose a lot of people might be put off by a cruise if they have a disability. But then even then, a plane can sometimes be difficult, although there are systems in place on there as well, aren't there? I don't fly anymore. It's too difficult for yeah. me, which is why, you know, I... I 
drive to one of the English ports, I leave the car, they take the luggage and that's it. I walk mm. on. doesn't matter if there's a delay. Everything's open, the bars, the restaurants, the pool. Yeah. Um, it, you know, in your, you, effectively you're on holiday. Yeah. Um, and the entertainment, everything's included in the price in terms of food and entertainment. I mean, obviously, I mean, some cruises do um, drinks inclusive as well, you know, but um, if not, then yes, you'll, you'd buy your drinks or your extras, if you like, in the shops. But, you know, it's a very good value. What looks expensive on paper, you never pay the brochure price. Mm. There's always deals around. But when you consider what is included, it's actually very good value. Yeah, absolutely. I like that idea that even if there's a delay, you're already on holiday anyway. So it doesn't matter. Nobody cares. It, it, you know, it, nobody cares. Yeah. I mean, and also on every ship, cruise ship, um, there's a hospital on board with with proper, you know, qualified doctors and, and medical staff. So, you know, you have that safety net. Yeah. You know, but I mean, simple things as well, Toby. One thing I tell everybody, if you've got equipment, even if it's just a phone and a laptop and whatever, always take an extension lead with you because there is only one plug point in a cabin, Yeah. which is no good if you've got to charge a wheelchair and you want to charge your phone and yeah. you might have an oxygenator. You need multiple points. Yeah. Um, and they won't tell you that mm. in small print. You know, you have to know these things. And that's why I felt the book needs to, you know, it's literally an A to Z of cruising and what you need to know. Yeah. I suppose, are there some tips in there that maybe just benefit everyone, even if they don't have a oh, yeah. disability? Well, that's what I just said, like with the extension lead, yeah. whether you've got a mobile phone and a laptop and your camera and you want yeah. to recharge everything at, at the end of each day you know but there's lots of tips for everybody it isn't as i say it's not just about uh, the disability or special need because there's able-bodied people traveling with them yeah you know so it gives you dining advice and and the entertainment and what what packages they include and internets and and you know a lot of people get on the ship and they don't turn their airplane mode on and then they get big bills and they don't understand why it's just a matter of knowing you know and and i the, the books in sections so for instance there's a big chapter on fly cruising mm-hmm. and everything to do with airports and security and baggage etc and if you're not flying then you ignore that chapter so you don't have to wade through the entire book uh, you just want to pick the things that are pertinent to you. Yeah. Well, do you have plans for maybe more books after this one? Oh, yeah. I, 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 there's a series of six on this. And ah. the, the next one, which I'm halfway through, is is the uh, Special Needs Guide to um, the Ports of Norway. Ah. And then after that, it will be, you know, whatever ports in Europe. It will. It, it's a port guide because, you know, it, that could be very difficult. If you go to Norway, a lot of the ports are tenders. And um, like if it's got heavy amount of snow, some of the ports have heated sidewalks oh. or pavements. So, they, you know, you can, you can travel on your wheelchair around town. Yeah. Um, so you, as I say, some ports are really not good. And even if you are allowed off, you can't get very far if you're in a wheelchair. So, yeah. you know, you need to know which ones that will, will be good for you. Yeah. Well, where can we find this current book, The Autonomous Cruiser, and also keep up to date with everything? Because you run the Matt Monroe website, don't you? Well, I do, yes. Yeah. I mean, all the news to do with Daddy and myself is on mattmonroe.com and you just click on news and it's updated on the first of every month. And the book, of course, is mainly um, easiest available on Amazon. It's also an ebook as well. Great. Well, thanks for coming on the show today. No, thank you for having me. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Oh, yeah. Hey. Yeah. Hey. The throbbing pulse of sound. The Toby Gribbon Show.